0: Listen to Cracks of Light, the urban fantasy horror podcast based on the award-winning novel by John Charles Reedberg. Stream it anywhere podcasts are available. Episode 7. What the Pig Told the Wolf. Whenever I came into Mama's Hall, I had to be careful and never allow her to learn that I was there. If I did, I became every victim who took too long to get out of the water in the movie Jaws. The sight of her coming out of her room was like seeing a shark fin. Her hallway was her ocean. I never blamed her for all the time she ate me alive. I know Labrador's smarter than you, she once said with a tone sharp enough to torpedo any hope I had left in my day. Think money grows on trees? Frugality is a nectar you need to drink. You can't buy that with food stamps, boy. It's expensive. I didn't mean to eat the cake, Mama. The light made it happen. Sorry. Sorry. She shook her head. Your excuse. Not gonna cut it. Why you make me hurt you so bad, Demetrius. She hit the light switch on the wall and headed towards me. Lights. Out. I'm the only one paying the bills around here. I ran from the now shadowy hallway to the kitchen. Mama came after me ready to pounce. I positioned myself behind the nearby table out of arm's reach. She kept trying to circle around. I don't want you to hurt me. That's what the pig told the wolf. Shame on you for being a bitch. You are so weak. I need to whoop your ass to teach you. Go to them Mexicans' backyard across the street and bring me a switch. You should find a good one from off them lemon trees. But mama, I can't. They have mean dogs back there. They'll get me. What, them little punk-ass Rottweilers? Please, whatever goes down between you and those Acivatos is y'all business. Geppetto told me to do this, to help you. It's in your best interest to do what I say. Capiche. Be a man. Go get the switch. Her look told me she was sincere. She not only beat me with a switch, she also did it with an extension cord, a shoe, and even her bare hands. I became numb after a while. One time, her choice of weapon was an iron. It was all because Geppetto said my mother should punish me for not taking out the trash. But I took out the garbage, Mama. She stood in front of me, trained as a hungry wolf. I was now the pig she was talking about. I imagined myself as a hog running through the woods until I found shelter inside an empty house. I yelled for Geppetto to let me in. Open up. Wolf is coming. Mama was the big bad furry animal at the door, huffing and puffing and trying to blow her way in. You think you're slick, but I saw you go in there. Either you come outside, I'm going to blow this thing down. I refused to come out. The wolf kept her promise and stormed her way in. I pictured sharp teeth plunging into my swine flesh like a stone thrown into a glass of water, ripping parts of me away until I escaped as a gut pile on the floor. The wolf chuckled and celebrated, looking at me like I was still there. She told me I taste like chicken, I snapped back into reality. Dee, do you hear me? Mama had a weird look on her face. The vulnerability in her stare showed me how severe the confusion inside her was. Geppetto's eyes are everywhere. He has no reason to lie. Telling truth is that man's sin. Why do you want me to hurt you, Demetrius? Is it because I love you so much? You think there's joy in me bringing you pain? No. I just don't want you to eat me. Eat you? Do you want to go to the farm? I shook my head. In her mind, the farm was real. The farm was a world created by Geppetto. She described it as a hidden place where he tortured children for misbehaving. It was in the most jaded part of her reality. Her mental illness never allowed her to envision the farm as being anything else other than what Geppetto told her. Nothing about it was make-believe. Geppetto can make it happen, she said. There's a special place beneath the farm for bad kids like you. It's a world filled with fire. Everything that goes there burns for eternity. You want me to show you what that feels like? No, ma'am. Yes, you do, she said. No, mama, I believe you. No, you don't. Go to that closet and bring back that iron. Grab that extension cord, too. I complied. It scared me. Terrified as a mouse, I had better reasons to cry. Walking down the hall, I saw pictures of the first eight years of my childhood, watching me like obituaries with smiling faces. They all were laughing at me from both sides of the hallway. Every step I took was in sync with the funeral march inside me. Fate had my destiny sealed like a casket. The downside was that there were no pallbearers to carry me. I had no choice to walk as slow as death towards the grim reaper. I called my mother. Hurry the fuck up. Mama needs to beat the molasses out of your ass. You're a little slow walking motherfucker. As I headed into the living room where she was standing, she pulled a pack of Newports from the pocket of her housecoat. Smoking is bad, she said as she took out a cigarette and lit it. You know the white man invented smoking to kill minorities. Nicotine is like a roach spray for niggers. I'd better never catch you smoking. You understand me? Give me that iron, that extension cord too. I handed her both weapons. You stay put, she said. So, like a statue, I didn't move. Mama headed over to an outlet on the wall, plugged in the iron. She made me wait until it got hot, then came back over with the red heated steel. All I saw was the sole plate of that iron with a yellow spray button and black shell. It had a triangular shape that reminded of a tombstone. The madness in her rose from the dead. Good things take time, she said. Seeing good come from bad takes longer, she gestured, cueing me to come closer. Come here, take off your shirt. It's time to burn you. Well, fuck it. Just get naked. Let's see that little dick. She said. Decisions, decisions, decisions. Where do you want me to burn you? I didn't respond to the question. Answer me, she said. You want to look at me like you're crazy, huh? I said, come here. She used her free hand to grab my arm. She pulled me closer towards her. The cigarette in her mouth had ashes over two inches long. Hold my cigarette, she said. Don't let them ashes break. There I was, naked, holding a cancer stick. Moments from being burned by my mother. My nerves fell to the bottom of my feet. They were too afraid to travel up my spine. I needed God to be my savior and not allow fate to be a martyr. Fear poured out of my body until my anxiety was empty. Courage at that moment was best described as sacrificial, soft, like a virgin but brave as a lamb. I had no choice. Take a deep breath. Show mama your muscles. Inflate that chest, she said, touching the sculpted areas of my sleek upper torso. Ooh, look at you, muscle man, she said. You shouldn't be drinking milk. The doctor says you're lactose intolerant. I only drink milk at school. Shut up, she said. Talking too much makes it hard for me to burn you, she said looking at my chest as if she was an artist looking to put a final touch on a painting something's missing she said i'll be right back hold this iron don't move she handed me the iron to hold in my free hand don't let those ashes fall she headed towards the closet let me find what else i need the iron wasn't too heavy still it was clunky enough to challenge the arm that was free Trying my best to hold the cigarette steady, I got nervous seeing that burning orange ring and feeling the heat from the iron as I kept it above my waist, alongside my ribs. I cramped my bicep. The cigarette ashes were a swat or two from breaking. Mama came back from the closet with a spray bottle of starch and an ashtray. Give me that, she said, taking the cigarette from my hand, dumping the ashes, placing it back into her mouth. I have an idea, she said. She had a gift of talking and blowing at the same time. The cigarette would never leave her mouth. She kept the bottle of starch by her side. Give me that iron, baby. Turn around in circles real slow for Mama. I turned around in circles for her. That's when she sprayed me with the bottle of starch. The thick, slippery residue felt wet and sticky against my skin. See, this starch gonna allow me to iron you real good. When you get older, you'll thank me. Your skin will never have wrinkles. As the steel plate of the iron came to within an inch of my chest, I took a step back. I guess that's when the temperature of my fear went cold. I shook, feeling the urge to urinate when my bladder released. My mother saw the pee on the floor and stopped spraying. Why you piss my floor, boy? I had to go. Oh, you had to go. What a shame. Don't burn me, Mama. She took one last puff of her cigarette, then put it out on the floor. She was still in front of me, holding the iron. Any time Mama hurts you, it's for your own good. You understand that, right? No, I said. She paused, as if I'd pushed the right button. She glared into my soul. Maybe if I were a mirror that could have shown me as her, then I would have better understood her reflection. I pictured the world inside her as an ecosphere of ice and frozen lakes. Anytime there was a warm emotion that came from her heart, the blood in her veins would turn to fire, causing all the ice in her world to melt away. Maybe that was the reason tears poured down her face like a river. Her body trembled. She moved closer. Her apologetic eyes were the same hazel color as mine. She lowered the iron and used her free hand to grab her favorite side of my face. It was the only cheek that had a dimple. I could tell she was no longer going back and forth in her head. I'll tell Geppetto that mama decided not to burn you. There's nothing in the world I wouldn't do for you. Thank God for allowing me to be your savior. Love you. As she kissed me on the cheek, I saw the iron. Love you too, Mama. There was no other way I could respond. Later that night, I received another visit from the light. Search for Cracks of Light, the enthralling novel meets podcast by John Charles Reedberg. With harsh recounts of child abuse and experiences with the supernatural, it's a tale you won't soon forget available wherever books and podcasts are sold.